0: Johnson's Wax program with Fibber McGee and
1: Molly.
0: <laughs> the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick LeGrand, Elvie Allman, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Man and Billy Mills Orchestra. <laughs> Molly, join us in a moment. Here's cheering news. Next time you wax your floors and linoleum, you'll know you won't have to do that job soon again if you use the self-polishing floor wax that lasts up to four times longer. Because Johnson's Glow Coat is now water repellent. That's right. Glow Coat is now positively water repellent. And because it's water repellent, it lasts up to four times longer coat doesn't disappear when water is spilled or tracked on it. And you don't wipe up the wax when you wipe up the water. You can even damp mop a Glowcoat-protected surface repeatedly without killing its shine. You get far more for your money in Glowcoat. It lasts up to four times longer because it's positively water-repellent. Tomorrow, give your floors this beauty and long-lasting protection only Glowcoat gives. Get Johnson's water-repellent Glowcoat. No change in the package, remember, but there's a wonderful difference inside. <laughs> the City Council of Wistful Vista has never had a woman member. But as the bee said when it sat on the hat pin, there's a first time for everything. <laughs> If the lady of the house at 79 Whistle Vista can be sufficiently urged to run for office, but for further details, listen to Fibber McGee and Molly.
2: Well, I don't know what to say, Mrs.
3: Clammer. Uh, let, let's go over this thing again, slow, Clammy. I didn't get it either. I guess I'm kind of dull today. But today? You're out.
4: What's the matter, Mrs. Clammer? Oh, I I bit my tongue. And just in time, too. (laughs) Now, here's the situation, Mr. McGee.
3: Now, now, take it slow, in syllables of one word.
4: As you know, there is an interim vacancy in the city council, and we women of the Wistful Vista Women's Club would like to have Mrs. McGee fill the office.
2: Me? Oh, heavenly days, Mrs. (laughs) Clammer. All I know about politics is that if you kiss too many babies, one of them is liable to hold you to it. <laughs> Look at Vice President Barclay.
3: Personally, Tootsie... Uh,
2: yes, Mr. McGee?
3: I was speaking to my wife, Lammy. Since when did I start calling our neighbor women Tootsie?
4: <laughs> well, it would be only fair play, Mr. McGee. You should hear what the neighbors call you. <laughs>
3: Hey, thanks. That's nice to know, Clammy. Well, Molly, you better do it. Get on that city council. Think of the good you could do. Like getting me an honorary police badge so I could tell them... Now,
2: the... now, just a minute, dearie. I don't know about this. After all, Mrs. Clammer, I'm just a housewife of and... Of course you are, dear. The finest training in the world for a political office. Uh, how long have you two been married? Well, now, uh, let me see. Uh, when were the Lincoln-Douglas debates? <laughs>
3: It wasn't that long ago, kid. Oh, my gosh.
4: Well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, What I mean is that for years and years, as a private party, you've been arguing with the utility companies. Give us more water pressure. Why is my gas bill so high? What do you mean I have to take a six-party telephone? And all that sort of thing. Now you can do it as a city official. Oh,
3: boy, am I going to have fun. (laughs) Dear sir... As the husband of Councilwoman McGee, I hereby give you just three days to remove that fire plug at 14th and Oak, which for 12 years I've been getting tickets for parking in front of it, and if you don't... Now
1: hold it,
2: (laughs) Look, Mrs. Klammer, I don't like to sound mercenary, and I know that being in the city council is mostly honorary, and money isn't everything, and I've heard of a lot of dollar a year men who would have been expensive at 35 cents, but... What's
3: the salary? <laughs> That's a good question. Strange, I didn't think of that. Well, as you say, Mrs. McGee, it is mostly honorary, but there is a salary
4: of $50 a month to take care of expenses.
3: Grab it, Snooky! grab it. Get on that council and then vote yourself a raise. I'll go around with petitions <laughs> and McGee! A...
1: That's
3: not a very oh, nice... Oh, not right away, of course. Get yourself in solid first. Kid him along with a lot of phony economies for a while. You know, like shorter benches in the parks.
1: <laughs>
3: smaller animals in the city zoo. Stuff like that. Then when they ain't looking, sneak in a resolution. No. Well, gee whiz, I was married. Merely...
4: How about it, Mrs. McGee? Oh, you could do so much good, you know, and we need a woman's viewpoint in the council.
5: Please say yes. Well, uh... <laughs>
3: Come on, baby, I always wanted to be married to a politician. Why, in a few years from now, I can even write a book. Inside Wistful Vista. Or... She had what it took, and she took what they had.
1: <laughs>
2: Sweetheart, will you get it into your bright-eyed little head that if I do get to be a councilwoman, I'll be an honest one?
4: Of course you will, Mrs. McGee. Mr. McGee, you're very cynical.
3: Yes, yes, I guess I am that, Clammy. Maybe eager, too. <laughs> you take the displaced persons bill, for instance. Till last month, I thought D.P. meant Drew Pearson. <laughs> So, if
2: Molly decides. To... I'll tell you what, Mrs. Clammer. You tell the ladies I'm considering the matter seriously.
4: Oh, splendid, Mrs. McGee. Splendid. I'll go inform the Women's Club immediately. Thank you so much. Oh,
2: no, not at all, Clammy. You may quote
3: us as saying that we are for improved city government and intend to fight corruption in the McGee, city. McGee?
2: Hmm? I'll make my own speeches, if you please.
3: You betcha, kiddo. You make them and I'll write them. <laughs>
2: I always well, say. Well, I must be going, Mrs. McGee.
4: Thank you so much, and I know this is a wonderful day for Whistle Vista. Well, thank
2: you, Mrs. Clammer. I'll do my best. Let me open the door for
3: you. Hello, folks. Oh, oh, oh. Hello. 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 Hey, who are you pointing your finger at, Wimp? Hmm?
5: Oh, excuse me. I was pointing it at the doorbell, uh, Mr. McGee, but Mrs. McGee opened it before I had a
2: chance to. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Clammer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do you know Mr. Wallace Wimple? Our neighbor, Mrs. Clammer, Mr. Wimple...
5: How do you do, Mrs. Clancy?
4: Oh, we've met before, Mr. Wimple, at the day you recited some of your poetry to our women's club. Oh, it was simply wonderful. I just love that little poem of yours about the woodpecker.
3: I don't believe I ever heard that one, Wimple. What was
2: it, Mr. Wimple?
5: Oh, it was just a simple little thing. It was from a book of poetry I wrote once called Versus Simple by
3: Wallace Wimple. <laughs>
5: Fight for them, Mr. Wimble. Do, please do. Oh, he don't have to if he don't
3: want to climb. me, don't, don't
5: <clears throat> The woodpecker. <laughs> a red-headed bird named Gregory was sitting one day in an old dead tree, and his wife on their nest not far away was waiting for him, and the end of day, when Greg would come home with a bunch of bugs to feed their four little red-headed mugs. <laughs> but she saw him loafing and blew her top and screamed, This laziness has to stop. Now get to work or I'll wring your neck. So peck, my Gregory. Gregory peck.
4: <laughs> oh, I just love that. Thank you, Mr. Wimple. Well, I must go now. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh,
2: Goodbye. Go. So long, Oh, well,
3: I can't give you much time today, Wimp. I and Molly got to get downtown to the city hall and start campaigning.
5: My wife ran for office once sweetie face. You mean? Yes, my big old wife. <laughs> she ran for dog catcher. Oh. During the campaign, she used to practice throwing a net over me every night. <laughs> <laughs> to make me run around the living room and bark and then catch me in the net. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got so tired of it.
2: Well, uh, did she get elected, Mr. Wimple?
5: <laughs> no. <laughs> I fixed it so the city didn't need a dog catcher and they abolished the office.
3: Well, how the Sam hill did you do that? (laughs) Well,
5: it took my entire savings, but it was worth it. I bought a license for every dog in town. (laughs) My goodness, when I think of being practiced on with a dog catcher's net every night for four years, I just sit down on the floor and scratch myself. (laughs) Well, I've got to be going, folks. Can I drop you at the city hall?
3: Do
2: you have your car here, Mr. Wimple? Oh, no. I always walk.
3: Oh, in that case, drop us off, Wimp. Get your hat, candidate.
2: you think, Mr. Mayor? Is there any way I can gracefully withdraw?
3: What do you mean, withdraw, Molly? You told Mrs. Clammer you...
2: I told her I'd consider it seriously, dearie. I couldn't think of a good excuse not to run, so I was stalling for time.
3: Well, Molly, I think you'd
6: make a very good council member. Me too, Latreff. My gosh, with the advice I could give uh, her... Maybe. Huh? In the many years I've held the office of mayor in Wistful Vista, you have given me a great deal of advice also. And I keep getting re-elected and re-elected.
1: Oh, well.
3: Shucks, nothing that any red blood. Because me. I ignored your advice.
1: <laughs> now, be
3: quiet a minute. Well, the only reason I was giving you such bum advice, boy, was because I thought your phone might have been tapped. Therefore, as uh, I... Will you please be still a minute? Okay, but better men than you have ignored my advice, Latrib. When Tom Dewey ran the second time, I sent him a telegram. McGee. Okay, I'll just sit here and take notes. <laughs>
6: There's something else I wish you'd take, but it would need a doctor's prescription and require a post-mortem.
2: <laughs> now
6: then, Molly, I do wish you'd let us file your name. There isn't much time, you know. The election is in the morning, 10 o'clock. Council chamber. Oh,
2: I don't know, Mr. Mayor. I don't really want to do it, uh, but...
6: may I say a word? No. Uh. <laughs> How about it, Molly? I can whip the other council members into line if you
3: say the word. As Molly's campaign manager, I think our best strategy would be... Hush,
2: dearie. Okay, you realize, Mr. Mayor,
3: I'm just a simple housewife. You, uh, oh,
6: excuse me. Hello. Yes, this is my honor. I mean,
1: uh,
6: I am his mayor. My mayor. This is Mayor La Trivia speaking. Yes. 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 Certainly. I'll cut the ribbon over the new Fourteenth
3: Street Bridge Wednesday at eleven. Not at all. Goodbye. Cut the ribbon over the new bridge. My gosh, that bridge was dedicated last July.
6: I know, but it's a very ugly bridge, and I've been ribbing the contractors about it ever since. They want me to cut the ribbon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will do so on Wednesday at 11. More formal, that way.
4: <clears throat>
6: now then, Molly, about your candidacy, I've... Oh, excuse me. Yes, Miss Gimlet?
4: Mr. Mayor, uh, there's a delegation outside your door that would like to sing a song for Mrs. McGee. Uh, they hear she's going to be a candidate for the city council. Uh, shall I open the
2: door and let them sing? Heavenly days, my goodness, sir.
3: Uh, b- well? Uh, by all means, Miss Gimlet. Now, now, don't spill it, kiddo. Don't spill it. But this is this is my doing. I, I arranged this demonstration. It cost me 22 bucks. And that's two bucks over the wistful list scale, but I paid it.
7: Okay. All right, boys. For our favorite candidate, Mrs. Molly McGee. There's something about a hometown band That makes you want to show There's something about a hometown band That brings the neighbors off. Your sister may be the majorette Who leads them down the street da boom de boom Goes your heart with their marching beat It may be the Moose, it may be the Shriners band, the fire department, police department, or maybe the college band. It may be the Lions or Legionnaires, or maybe the Rotary band. Whoever they are, they're on their way. Come on, let's give them a hand. Beatin' the drum! Hey, look, look at, McGee. at McGee! Had the get with his mandolin. Teeny is the majorette who leads them down the street. Carada, boom-dee-boom, goes your heart to their marching feet. There never has been a finer band than the Wistful Vista Chowder Club. Marching Society, glow-broken.
2: That was wonderful.
3: And may I take this opportunity on behalf of my wife to say a few words? We feel that wistful business... Miss Gimlet.
2: <laughs>
3: That's a pretty rude way to treat a candidate's manager. By Georgia Pilots. Well,
2: uh, we won't take up any more of your time, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Thank you, and I suppose I'll have to run now. But if I can think of a grateful way to get out of it... Ah,
3: don't tip over the banana wagon, kiddo. Well, so long, Lathalia. Good day, McGee. Good day, Molly, and good luck.
2: Thank you, Your Honor.
3: Look, you gotta run. Think what it means to me. Why, with you on the council, I can ride on the squad cars, play pinochle at the firehouse, and hire Junior.
2: Oh, hello,
3: Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> hello, pal. Hello, Molly. Say, I just heard the good news. Thank you, Junior. I think I'll do a good job. Doing what? I'm going to manage your campaign. Wasn't that the good news you meant? No, I meant the good news that she was running for the city council. Well, Well,
2: I'm not so sure, Mr. Wilcox. Besides, there can't be much of a campaign with a council election tomorrow morning. You'd
3: be surprised, baby. The telephone campaign I can put on by telephone tonight, with what I know about some of them council Uh, members... uh, wait a minute, pal. You're off to a great start getting her elected on a blackmail basis. That ain't blackmail, Junie. I'm merely utilizing certain facts and information which have come to my attention in order that my candidate, who stands for clean government and government by the people, of the people, and for the people, with justice and cheap transportation for all...
1: Gee, for goodness
3: sake,
2: will you come off it?
3: Okay, but I wish there'd been a photographer here just then. (laughs) You notice that gesture I done when I said, cheap transportation for all... Kind of like I was embracing the whole population. Will you pipe down a minute, pal? Only I'll let my candidate speak for herself.
2: Well, I think that Tell I... Tell him how
3: you're going to work for that new playground. <laughs> Tell him how you're going to get a new clubhouse for the elves. Be, Be quiet. quiet. Okay. It's two to one. <laughs> Majority rule. The Democratic way.
2: <laughs>
3: now then, Molly. Just what? Be quiet, pal. Say anything.
2: Well, you were opening your mouth.
3: Well, I'm wiggling my toes, too, but that don't mean I'm going to kick somebody. (laughs) By somebody, I don't mean you, Molly. You're sweet. Now, Molly, just what is your platform?
2: Oh, I don't know, Mr. Wilcox. In the first place, if I get to be a member of the council, which I hope I don't, I'm going to work first for a new clubhouse for the Boy Scouts. I'm very interested in the Boy Scouts because I think scout work is a wonderful start. Toward good citizenship and deserves everybody's wholehearted support.
3: And furthermore,
2: my candidate. Hush, thinks... dear. Mm. Mm. There isn't room on this dump for both of us. <laughs> you know, this week, Mr. Wilcox marks the 40th anniversary of the Boy Scouts, and I think it's a fitting time for Wistful Vista and every city to encourage their activities.
3: That's a fine statement for the press.
2: I'll call the Gazette. Oh, and
0: cut that... it out, Gabby. And after you do the Boy Scouts a good turn, Molly, what then?
2: Well, seeing as I'm merely a housewife. What
0: do you mean merely? See, with housewives are pretty important people, the homemakers of the nation, the family builders, the. The clothes buyers. <laughs> Yes, the glow coat buyers. Don't sell that short, pal. I'm happy. It's the housewives who buy the Johnson's water repellent glow coat. And it's the glow coat that keeps the home clean and sanitary and easy to keep bright and cheerful looking.
3: It's the council.
0: Exactly. If those housewives will take the counsel of an old wax salesman who is selling the new Johnson's water repellent glow coat, now on their dealer's shelves in the familiar Johnson container...
3: And all glow coat now being sold is water repellent. How the city hall officials permit this yelling around in the corridors. Well, I'll never understand. When my wife gets on the city council by... Molly, the way... Molly, I'll talk to you later about this. I can't get a word in edgewise
0: with your campaign manager standing around. Good luck tomorrow. And with him,
3: you'll need it.
2: Goodbye, Mr. Wilcox. Come on, Wacky. <laughs> so...
3: With me as your manager, you'll need a lot of luck, will you? Why, George, I'll get even with that guy. When you get on that city council, Molly, if you don't... Oh, good afternoon, Judge. Uh, uh, good day, sir.
2: Who was that?
3: Judge Morton. Traffic court. (laughs) Old friend of mine. Pay all my traffic tickets to him. Nice guy. Takes my personal check. (laughs) I stand.
2: Well you were talking so much I don't know what you were saying But look McGee I don't want to run for council member I was just being polite to Mrs. Clammer and I didn't know of any way I could answer her without Oh
3: excuse me Oh hi Al How's May
2: May will be fine McGee Thanks Al Who's Al and who is May and what did he mean by May will be fine
3: huh, For fishing he meant That's uh, that's Pete Beelman the license clerk <laughs> I give him all my fishing license business
2: you know more people
3: here in the city hall. Oh, wait till you get on that council, kiddo. I'll clutter up these corridors till they have to blast me out. Uh, oh, hi, Doc.
2: Well, hello there,
3: McGee. Hello, my dear. My
2: goodness, if it isn't the city health commissioner. Hello, Dr. Gamble. What are
3: you doing within ten miles of your legitimate office, fatso? Why ain't you at the hospital overcharging some poor hypochondriac with a popcorn allergy and a healthy checking account? <laughs> I'd better answer that cautiously, crumbled brain. Inasmuch as I'm in the presence of a prospective city councillor. Is it true, Molly, you're running for city council? You betcha, doctor. And I do not hesitate to say, on behalf of my candidate, that this community... Mm -hmm. He? Huh? Lay off. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's good news if true. We need a feminine influence on the city council. As health commissioner and as such, responsible for the health of even the lowbrows in the council... (laughs) Maybe if we have a woman in there, I can get those President McKinley spittoons thrown out.
2: (laughs) Heavenly days, how crude. In the opinion of my candidate...
3: Oh, dry up, you imitation ward healer. (laughs) Is he mismanaging your campaign for you, Molly?
2: Well, he's doing his best, Doctor.
3: Thank you, my dear. My humble efforts on your behalf... Fortunately, fortunately, he hasn't got much time to really louse it up for you. I understand the election is in the morning. May I extend my best wishes, Molly? I think you'll be a better man in the council than most of them.
2: Thank you, Doctor.
3: Thank you, Doctor. I am sure that my candidate appreciates your sincere where'd he go?
2: <laughs> in the mayor's office. Any port in a storm, I guess. Well, we'd better be getting home, McGee. I've got to sit down and think of a graceful way to withdraw my candidacy. Hey, 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 hey. Don't talk like that, kiddo.
3: My gosh, I need you on the city council, Molly. Suppose that new airport bill goes through. Well, you know where it'll be, and you can tell me, and I can quietly buy up a lot of real estate around there. And... What with? What with? You see what I mean? You'll make a great council member. You cut right to the heart of a problem. That's the very... Oh. Hello, McGee! Oh. Who is that? One of the bailiffs in the circuit court.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Guy I know. His name is Max. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't wait for me to tell him, but... He's a phony. A phony bailing?
2: Why?
3: went fishing with him once, and the boat leaked, and he couldn't bail for sour
2: apples. (laughs)
3: Water came in the boat faster than it went out. Wait
2: a minute, McGee. Oh, there's Oli from the Ox
3: Club. Yoo-hoo. Hello, Oli. Oh, hi, Oli. Well, hello there, McGee. Hello, Mrs. Uh Hey, what's this they tell me about you running for council chamber?
2: Well, I'm not sure, Ollie. My name has been filed, but I don't I'm having
3: her campaign, Ollie, And as my candidate, she'll naturally have the advantage That's of any... your candidate, McGee. She got fine chance of being escorted to the
8: city limits. Give her five dollars and say don't come back. <laughs> Look, Mrs., if you run for city council chamber, leave McGee home. I don't forgot the time he managed his campaign for a fella for Grand exhausted ruler at the Elves Club. Oh, shucks, that was merely a... Quiet,
2: McGee. What happened, Ole?
8: <laughs> well, I don't know, missus. All I know is after voting was over, McGee's candidate tries to kill McGee with billiard cue.
3: He was just kidding. He only lost by 27 votes.
2: Out of how many cast? Forty-one. <laughs> Rainy
3: night. Didn't have all the members there didn't rain till afterwards, McGee. Looked like it would, though, and besides, I don't... Never
2: mind, never mind, dearie. Nobody will be happier than I will if you can manage me into losing. However, if I am elected, I'll do my best to be a good council member.
8: Sure you will, Messrs. And I I got to go see the man at the license bureau now. And once again, somebody tears the cloth on the food table at the Elves Club. I did? I mean, they did?
2: Uh, well, uh, what has that to do with the license bureau, Ollie?
8: Well, I want to see if they sell me a haunting license, Messrs. Because <laughs> next time that pool table gets tore, I'm going to shoot me out. Oh. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Ollie. I wonder
3: if he meant anything personal. Oh, well, come on, candidate. Got to get you a good dinner and put you to bed early fresh in the morning fresh as a daisy good impression on the council you see my dear the psychological effect of it.
6: order order in the council please order order The next order of business is the election of a council member to fill the vacancy created by Alderman Frannery, who is leaving for parts unknown with unknown parts of the city treasury. (laughs) Of the two candidates whose names are on file for this office, we shall ask for a few words from Mrs. Molly McGee of 79 Wistful Vista. If you please, Mrs. McGee.
2: Thank you, gentlemen. First of all, I am not a politician. I am just a housewife. If, however, I am elected, I'd like to propose a new clubhouse for the Boy Scouts, new buses for the schools, a swimming pool in the 14th Street playground, better street lighting, and some round wheels on our streetcars. In closing, let me say that I know almost nothing of politics, but if I am elected, I promise not to make a single move without the help and advice of my good husband, Mr. Fibber McGee. <laughs>
0: by a unanimous vote.
6: Second. All in favour?
0: Aye. Aye.
6: Opposed.
2: Well, thank goodness I get out of that one. Come on, dearie, let's go home.
0: Favor <laughs> and Molly return in a moment. Most women I know have always regarded Johnson's Glow Coat as the very best self-polishing floor wax. But now they are saying it's a far better wax than ever before. Yes, they found that Glow Coat is now positively water-repellent, and that it actually does last up to four times longer. Floor care is much easier, too, for now they often just damp mop a floor they'd formerly have to scrub and re-wax. And if water is spilled or mud or snow tracked in, presto, just a swish of a cloth whisks it off that shining glow coat surface. You'll save work and money, too, if you take a tip from these women who know. Use Johnson's water repellent glow coat on your floors and linoleum. Get it at your dealers tomorrow. <laughs>
3: Intentionally got yourself voted
2: out of the membership in the city council? Yes, I did, sweetheart. But how could you have done that to me, kiddo? Remember uh, remember at the Elks picnic last summer when you wore a badge on your hat that said, Chairman, Root Beer Committee? Yeah, but what that got to do with this? Well, I got to thinking if you could be as insufferably important at an Elks picnic with just a Root Beer badge on, how could anybody possibly live with you as the husband of a council member? <laughs>
3: My gosh, I never thought of that. Oh, boy, would I be hateful.
2: (laughs) Good night, Al.
0: The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Water Repellent Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Here's the sensational new laundry finish that makes ordinary starching old-fashioned. Here's Brisk, B-R-I-S-K, made by the makers of Johnson's Waxes. Brisk is not just a starch, but a miracle starching mix that contains a marvelous new ingredient, fabric wax. It's better than starch in four wonderful ways. It restores the body and texture clothes had when new, gives that crisp look without that scratchy feel, Keeps clothes 8 o'clock fresh all day long. Cuts 15 minutes from every ironing hour on brisk finished garments. Easy to use, no cooking, no boiling. Tomorrow, get brisk, B-R-I-S-K, at your dealers. It's the only laundry finish that contains
8: miracle fabric wax.
6: Here, Big Town next on NBC.